0: Well, good morning, my friends. It is uh, a beautiful morning as I'm uh, taping this. I want us to finish Colossians today, and then I I think I'm gonna move into a a study on John, um, the first 18 verses at least, uh, John chapter one, verses one through 18. We'll we'll see. Uh, Things change rapidly in my world, and I know they do in yours as well. But uh, let's go to Colossians chapter four, and I wanna finish up, with Colossians chapter 4 today just by looking at verses 2 through 6 and um, and maybe verse 16. In fact, verse 16, let me read it, read it first. Remember, he told you that this letter to the church of Colossae uh, was not just an individual letter only, but it could have been um, a circular letter. And here is the verse that Strengthens that, uh, Colossians four sixteen. After this letter has been read to you, see to it that it is also read in the church to the Laodiceans, and that in turn, uh, you in turn read the letter from Laodicea. So somewhere, there was a letter, probably another circular letter, that was read to the Laodiceans, and uh, we don't know exactly what that letter is. Colossians chapter four. Uh, I want to just do f- these verses two through six. And then we'll conclude Colossians. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Verse 2 says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Turn to Luke chapter 18, Matthew, Mark, Luke, Luke chapter 18 and verse 1. Jesus tells the parable of the persistent widow. I just want to read to you verse 1. It says, uh, then Jesus told his disciples a a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. And then he goes into the rest of the parable that you can read there in those uh, next uh, six or seven verses. But prayer is is continuous. Um, It's important to continue to pray. One of the things I love to do and Janie and I love to do together is take drives Uh, and pray. We'll go into church parking lots and pray over the church. We'll go into neighborhoods and pray over the neighborhood. Uh, But notice what it says about prayer. It says we need to be watchful and we need to be thankful. We need to be watching what's going on in our world. We need to be watching what's going on in our lives. We need to be watching what's coming out of our mouths. Watch what's going into our minds and into our hearts. And we need to be thankful. Those three things, uh, prayer, uh, thankfulness and watchfulness those are vitally important to a christian 's life uh, as we take each day and we begin um, to examine by the end of the day what what did my speech look like what What did my mind what was my mindset uh, was I positive was I negative was I worried All of those things are important because we can evaluate not overthink but evaluate where we 're at because those kinds of things. Um, are 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 uh, symptoms of something maybe greater going within. If you're incredibly thankful and uh, you're very positive, I would guess that you're probably in the words you're in prayer, um, and you're not taking in a lot of garbage, a lot of content maybe off of Facebook that that pulls you down. Um, the less time I spend on Facebook looking at the talking heads and looking at opinions, the better I am. I try to use it for a positive. Don't always do that, but I try to do that. But again, back to this, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and all thankful. Verse 3, and pray for us, too. I like this. This is so good. Paul has not met these people, but they are uh, uh, indirectly part of his ministry because of Epaphras getting saved in um, in the time that he was with uh, uh, with Paul when Paul was preaching. Um And he gave his life to the Lord in those, I believe it was in Ephesus, uh, Acts chapter 19, those two, three years that he was there. And Epaphras would come and he gave his heart to the Lord and then he'd go back and then start the church. You know that because we've talked about this, but Epaphras would go however many times and he would get strengthened and then he would come back. Well, Paul uses this opportunity, he said, to pray for us. And what does he pray? That God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Look at Acts chapter 14 and verse 27. Acts chapter 14 and verse 27. It says this, if I can find it. It says this. On arriving there, uh, they gathered the church together and reported all that God had done through them and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And they stayed there a long time with the disciples. Uh, Paul was constantly praying for an open door, and you and I should as well. Paul's asking for uh, the church here at Colossae to support him and to strengthen him, but, but not just that, but to pray for him, that God would give him wisdom, and God would give him clarity, and God would open doors in front of him, and that he would walk through these doors, and he would be able to minister. And then he finishes that verse three, which says, "'I am in chains.'" One of the things that Paul was often was in jail or in chains, and he was in chains for the gospel. Now, he talks about the mystery of Christ here. Uh, Paul says in Acts on multiple occasions, if I wasn't preaching the resurrection, I wouldn't be in trouble with the Jews. Um, so the mystery here is not just the fact that uh, that the the message is open to the gosp- uh, to the Gentiles, the gospel is open to the Gentiles, but also Paul says, if I wasn't preaching the resurrection... Look through Paul's studies and you'll find that you'll find that he was very strong in, in in upholding the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is in fact what changed him on the road to Damascus in Acts chapter nine. Um, he saw the resurrected Christ. Um, four, verse four. Pray that I uh, may proclaim it with clear it, it clearly as I should, much better than I just read that. Let me read that again. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Uh, the mystery of of the Gentiles, uh, uh being now uh, welcomed into the body of Christ, and the wall being broken, and the Jews and the Gentiles becoming one with the body of Christ, he says, "Pray that I may proclaim it clearly. The gospel must be clear. It has to be clear. We can't bring confusion. God is not the author of confusion in any way, shape, or form. So we need to, 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 to pray that we're giving the message with clarity ourselves." Verse five: Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Notice this towards outsiders. We need to we need to be careful. We need to be watching what we're saying, watching what we're doing, because the world is watching you and I, and they are reading you, and they are taking a look at the way you act and you respond, and, uh, and watching to see if Christianity really is something that they would look into. Look at Ephesians chapter 5, 15 through 17. Ephesians five fifteen through 17, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Every way, in every, in every area of our life, we need to live with wisdom, making financial decisions, how we treat one another, how we walk in this world. Uh, look at verse 16, it fits for today, doesn't it? Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. We need to be careful we need to be careful what we post on Facebook. We need to be careful of our attitudes. We need to be loving and kind. Now, let me make this 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 clear. Truth, truth is more important than unity. So it's not that we just wanna be unified with everybody so that we can sing Kumbaya and have a great day, but we need to make sure that we're stressing the truth. And what is the truth? John chapter 14, six, Jesus says, I'm the truth. I'm the truth. I'm the way I'm it. Right. The way, the truth, the life. And we need to be able to stand on that truth and we need to present that truth with clarity and not be afraid to stand alone if necessary. Verse 17, therefore, do not be foolish, but understanding what the Lord's will is. And we need to be uh, clear in the knowledge of the will of God for our lives. Um Verse six, let your conversation always be full of grace. Seasoned with salt, seasoned. Uh, salt was their preservative at that time. Salt was uh, important in their society at that time. Uh, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Remember in 1 Peter, I believe it is chapter three, verse 15. It says, be ready to give an answer to every man of the reason, the hope that's in you with meekness and with fear. Uh, let me look that up to make sure I gave you the right uh, right. Uh, spot to look for that one. First Peter, chapter one, verse fifteen. But just uh, choo, 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 choo. Did I get? Oh no, three fifteen. Sorry, First Peter three fifteen. Uh, but in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. We need to be ready to give an answer. And so how do we do that? Sometimes it's not so much what we say, but how we say it. It's not so much what we say, but how we say it. We need to be We need to be careful, we need to be loving, we need to be kind. Look at Colossians chapter three, verse eight. But now you must rid yourselves of all such things as anger and rage and malice and slander and filthy language from your lips. We need to get rid of these things. We need to be different. We need to be changed. We need to not make excuses for a temper. Well, I'm Irish, i got a temper, or my, I was raised around truckers, so I have a bad mouth, whatever, or excuses, or get rid of the excuses, and start to let the word of God uh, uh, flow in you and flow out of you, and the love of God to flow in you and out of you. Look at Ephesians chapter four, verse 29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. We need to be looking outward and we need to be caring and we need to make a difference. We need to be who Christ has called us to be. And Paul is talking to a church here that he doesn't have a relationship with personally, but he's still giving them the same message that he gives everyone else. The reality is that what goes in us What goes in us will affect what comes out of us. Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart for out of it flow all the issues of life. Take a look at that uh, portion of scripture today. Hold on to it. Uh, Go a little deeper. I hope I've whet your appetite for that. Let me pray for you. Numbers chapter 6.24, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Love you big. So we talk again.